0: tonight, the part of the catechism that we're focusing on is the Lord's Prayer. Now I could lead you through each one of the seven petitions of the Lord's Prayer, and then also the introduction and the doxology. And while that would be a good review for all of us, I know it would be for me, It would probably remind you of your confirmation classes. Do you remember catechism classes? They rank right next to paper cuts as something you'd like to avoid. They just were not much fun. So we won't go through those kind of exercises tonight. And I'll come back to the Lord's Prayer in just a few moments. First, let me tell you a baseball story. You know, it's hard to believe that the baseball season is less than two weeks away. This baseball story comes from the seventh and deciding game of the 1924 World Series between the then New York Giants and the Washington Senators. Each team had won three games. And now the score was tied three to three, going into the bottom of the ninth, with Washington having a chance to win it all. The first two batters made outs, leaving it all up to a man whose nickname was Goose. It was Goose Goslin. Goose Goslin was one of the best hitters in baseball at the time, and eventually he was elected to the Hall of Fame. So he stepped up to the plate, strike one, strike two, then two balls. On the very next pitch, Goose Goslin swung and hit a deep drive. Fans began to roar as they could see the ball was carrying over the outfielder's heads. Well, the ball didn't make it out of the ballpark, but it hit the very top of the fence and then careened back into the outfield. Goslin quickly raced around the bases. He's rounding second already as the outfielders were still trying to chase down the ball. The coach at third waved him around third base. The shortstop took the ball and relayed it toward home plate. Fired the ball there. It was going to be a close place. But Gooseland slid across home plate well ahead of the tag. And so the fans began going wild. It was clear that that Goose Goslin had beaten the throw. But the umpire bellowed you're out! Immediately, immediately boos filled the air and the crowd showed their displeasure and anger. They threw bot bottles onto the field and hurled all kinds of insults at the umpires. So the umpires huddled up to confer. The fans waited for the call to be reversed. They knew it would be. Then the umpire went to the PA system. And yes, Goslin had beaten the throw to home. However, in racing around the bases, he missed first base. So he was out I hope I sincerely hope we all want a faith that works for us all the time for sure we want a faith that works for us on Sundays and when we gather for worship in this place but also on Monday mornings and Friday nights as well I know I do a part-time faith just does not work for me Prayer, prayer is one of the spiritual disciplines that is vital in helping us to grow in our faith. How many times have you come to that place in your life? How many times have you heard someone say, I've tried everything else. I guess the only thing left to do is to pray about it. I've heard that a number of times after unfavorable diagnoses uh, that the family was left with. But prayer is where we need to start. It should be the first thing we do rather than the last thing. If we don't pray together first, then getting to home base whatever your spiritual goal might be, nothing else is going to make much sense. You know, prayer can be a pretty intimidating thing, especially if someone asks you to do that publicly. How do you pray? How do you learn to do it? And what do you say? How long or or how short should a prayer be? And certainly the disciples of Jesus had those same kinds of questions. They wondered about how to pray appropriately. And they noticed the disciples of John the Baptist, they seemed to have it pretty well together when they prayed so they asked Jesus, says, Lord, teach us how to pray like John's disciples do. And Jesus taught them using the words of the Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer is probably the most complete form of prayer that we could possibly have. Virtually everything you could ever pray about is contained in this prayer from our Lord. And maybe maybe that is why Luther encouraged people to start their day and end their day with the Lord's Prayer. Do it the first thing when you get up. Do it as the last thing before you close your eyes. My guess is Pastor John has had this experience. But I have to say that some of my most powerful moments that I have had as a pastor have come in places like an intensive care unit or a nursing home where someone happens to be in the final stages of their life. So many times the person is non-responsive And they haven't opened their eyes or said anything for a day or two. You've had those situations? And I will pray the Lord's Prayer out loud with them and maybe with family members who are gathered. And in the middle of that prayer, I notice notice the lips of the patient are moving and they're mouthing the words of the Lord's Prayer right along with us. Oh, there's not enough energy there to be heard, but their mind and their soul is right there with me in prayer. The Lord's Prayer is that special to believers. And there's no way, no way that I could possibly improve on the Lord's Prayer. It would be foolish for me to even try. But there is a model prayer that I can share with you that I know has been helpful to people around the world. It's called the ACTS model of prayer. Maybe you've heard of it. A-C-T-S. It stands for adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Those four elements. All prayer. All prayer falls into one of those four categories. Adoration. Adoration is a way of acknowledging God's greatness. And it might simply be something like, Lord God, You are truly awesome and an almighty God. You do great and powerful things. It is in this kind of prayer that we adore God for all the things He does in our lives. Confession. Confession is simply saying, I'm sorry. It's admitting our mistakes. Maybe it's saying, Lord, I don't know why I said what I did to my family please forgive me and give me the courage to ask for their forgiveness. Prayers of confession, confession and forgiveness, are what get us us onto the road to healing our relationships when that needs to happen. And thanksgiving... It's just as the name implies. Thanksgiving is saying thank you. You know, we teach our children from the time they can barely say their own name to say thank you. When someone gives them something, we say, what do you say? And they say thank you. Saying thank you to God is a way of acknowledging all that God has done. Thank you, God, for the gift of life, for the air we breathe, for our friends who are with us here in worship. A prayer of thanksgiving is a way for us to connect with the God who gives us everything. And then then there is supplication. Supplication is an ancient word with a fresh new meaning. It means simply to ask or request something. You know, we make a lot of requests of God, don't we? In fact, we probably have prayers of supplication more than any other kind of prayer that we offer. And sometimes we even bargain with God. Lord, Lord, if You get me out of this dilemma, I'll go to church every week from now on. God, if you get me out of this mess, I'll teach Sunday school for the next 20 years. You know that's a point of desperation for a prayer like that. The whole point, though, is that there is nothing too lofty and nothing too small for God to address in our lives. How do you pray? What do you pray about? However we do it, and wherever we do it, we can trust that God does hear our prayers. A-C-T-S, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. Paul, as he addressed the early church, said, Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, Make your request known to God. Your prayer life is a vital link to your growth in faith. And God God invites us to pray to Him. And and you need to know this, He is never too busy for us. So pray. The Lord's Prayer, yes. Yes. Prayers of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication, sure. In everything, by prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And you can be assured that God will hear and answer your prayers. Amen.